the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Ontario country artist Leah Daniels joins me on the show now, and it's a very exciting time for her. Just announced the other day the CMAO nominations, the award show coming up at the end of May in Markham, Ontario, and she received five nominations, and we'll get into those in a moment, but congratulations, Leah. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's still sinking in. (laughs) That's amazing, and welcome to the show. It's great to have you back. You're always a great time chatting with you. Oh, the pleasure. Yes, it's always a pleasure, Dave. Thank you, Leah. And so let's go into details here. So those five nominations, the most nominations you've had in a year at the CMAOs so far. Uh, Single of the Year, Go Back, Album of the Year, What It Feels Like is the name of that album. Uh, You nominated also for Songwriter of the Year, uh, along with Beverly Mahood and Patricia Comroy, big, huge Canadian names and country music names, the song Dream Without Mm You. Uh, You're up for Female Artist of the Year, as well as Video of the Year for Old Piano. That's quite a list. <laughs> I know. It It honestly is so crazy. Like, I'm just, like, overwhelmed. It's it's such an amazing feeling uh, to be recognized like that. And, and by my mm-hmm. peers, it's, you know, it's the yeah. industry that votes for these things. So it's, yeah, it's, I'm just feeling really, really happy and grateful and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing and really time. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Oh, that's great. We're going to get specific uh talk specifically about some of these uh nominations and some of the stories behind them, but the Country Music Association of Ontario hosts this show and they've been doing I think this is the fourth year now. Um the Country Music Association of Ontario Awards that happened in May. What a great organization, not only that award show but throughout the year how they support artists here in this province of Ontario. Absolutely. I mean, we are so fortunate to have them, and I have benefited so much from it. Um, I was even just thinking today how it was two years ago, uh, 2014, um, I got picked by the CMAO to represent Ontario in the they have the CCMA puts on this uh, spotlight performance competition at the CCMAs, and so but it was through the CMAO that I got picked for it, and then I got to compete against all the other pro- provinces, and then I actually won and got to perform at the C- wow. uh, CCMAs. Um, they had like a pre-show party. Mm-hmm. And then the other cool thing was I got to perform at one of the industry awards. Um, so that was a performance in front of all the industry people. And at that showcase, or sorry, award show, I performed Go Back, which ended up yep. being my first single to go top 20, which is now nominated this year for single of the year. So it's just kind of... Crazy how it all comes back, but it all started yeah. with the CMAO and supporting me. So I'm, yeah, we are just so fortunate to have them oh. supporting, you know, artists, I mean, that are established, but as well as, you know, the up-and-comers. They do, oh, they do such an amazing job all around, and if people want to check them out, CMA, 
cmaontario.ca, the website cmaontario.ca, for tickets for this award show coming up to the end of May, or just to find out what it's all about uh, and get involved, especially if you are an artist in Ontario, a country artist. You've got to belong to the organization. So let's turn to some of these awards. So Songwriter of the Year, I mean, that's a big deal because you are a songwriter to get recognized for that talent of yours. And, of course, along with your good friends, Beverly Mahood and Patricia Carmory, tell me about writing Dream Without You with them. Oh, I always look back on on that day and just smile because, I mean, every songwriting session is different, but there was something really special about this one. It, and just the three of us together, I don't something about having three girls together and it was an afternoon and we were just sitting around the piano and this song came out. I had, I came in with a little piano chord progression thing and everything just came together and you know we chatted I think there was some wine and it didn't take very long but the song I'll I'll never forget that the very first time that we had sung it after we wrote it um, it it was just something so special about that recording just a magic and and we were all singing harmonies together and it actually is because of that uh, first recording that I had that on my album I included a a second version of the song, which was kind of an acoustic version, and it was based on that first initial run-through right after we wrote the song. So, yeah, it was something, yeah, I just, I'll always remember that. It was, and it's one of my favorite songs, like, that I've written, so it's just so cool that it's been nominated for Songwriter of the Year. Yeah, that is so incredible, and what could be more fun than not just the award happening for it, but writing a great song with friends who you're having fun hanging out with anyway, but you're also writing a great song. I mean, it's a yeah. win-win situation. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. If you can combine all those things, you know, it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, it's a good day, exactly. If you can only do that every day, uh, write a great I know, song yeah. every day. <laughs> but just writing good songs <laughs> is all part of the journey. But, I mean, how could you not write a great song with Beverly Mahood and Patricia Conroy? I mean, they are country music royalty. Uh Oh, absolutely. People, you know? I know. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I was a little nervous. I'm always nervous when I'm writing with other people, but when it came to writing with those two, like it's like, okay, all right. I just wanted to be on my game that day, but there's just you know, there's just right. something about them that just totally put me at ease and it was it was a wonderful experience and it was just it was cool just to share stories too and to talk to them and to hear, you know, how like I mean, because when you're writing, you do you share stories about your life and your relationships and stuff mm-hmm. that's gone on. So it's a a real bonding experience between songwriters. Yeah, it's it's a vulnerability not only in the song you're writing and being honest about it, but like you said, you're talking about other aspects of your life because you want to know each other, and after a while, you know each other really well. But you yeah. you need that. You can't sort of have walls up, right? Because you can't write a good song that way unless you're relaxed that's around a- someone. Yeah, Yeah. and that's exactly it. I know when I first started writing, it was so weird because it felt like I was sharing my diary with these people I had just met. But then, I mean, the more you do it and the more comfortable I got with it, I was like, okay, you know, this is what it's all about. Like, I I have to pour my heart and soul into these songs because that's, I mean, people are are smart. I think they can tell when you're not being true to yourself or authentic. So the more Mm -hmm. I could, more of myself that I can put in my song and my lyrics, um, it's, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It's about storytelling and, and it's uh, way better if you can be telling your own stories. 
Exactly, and you, you've got some a beautiful song in there called "Old Piano," and what a what a beautiful song! You're up for video of the year, and I wanted to talk about videos in general. That video, uh, as well as some of the other videos that people can check out at YouTube or at your website, and the "Dream Without You" video as well. You you are really good in front of the camera. Do you feel relaxed and just natural? Because it, it comes across that way. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. I I do feel relaxed in front of the camera. I I, I guess there's something about doing videos that uh, it re- maybe it brings out some of my early performance days. Like I did a lot of musical theater growing up, so I and acting. So I think that when the camera's out there, I just kind of pull pull upon that background, okay. and it just yeah, I'm kind of at ease, and I don't mind like just. Yeah given her <laughs> if, I, if I have to so yeah which makes it fun like I know yeah yeah I don't I don't seem to have a problem with that <laughs> but, yeah well I can tell I mean anyone can tell watching it you're, you look relaxed you're you're creating whatever mood is is required it for that scene and you know I had George, Jordan McIntosh was on the show last week and uh, you know I've seen his videos and I've asked him if he wanted to do some acting and he has done and wants to do more is that something you'd like to do Leah like outside of a music video, would you like to be like guest star on television show or that kind of thing, like act in front of a camera? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like I, when I was uh, younger, like I, I did a lot of musicals growing up, and I actually did go to school for musical theater. So I did a lot of singing, dancing, and acting classes, yeah. and it was a big part of my life. Um, so that is something that is always, you know, I'm. I'm always like going to musicals and watching them. That's still a big part of uh, my my love um, when it comes to music. So it's definitely, uh, yeah, I would love to get back into that side of things, you know, whether it's acting in something or maybe, you know, doing a musical or Broadway yeah. one day. I mean, it's, cool. I, yeah, cool. it's, it, it, what what part on a like is there you know when you go to see these uh, performances is there a part that you relate to or or would like to try on on live stage in a musical? Mm. Oh, there's so many. Um, you know, I think probably ever since I was a little kid, I I one of the first musicals I saw saw like professional musicals was Beauty and the Beast, and I always thought it'd be pretty right. cool to play Belle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> especially that opening scene. Wow. Now, I'm not too familiar with it, so describe that opening scene to me. I wish I could say oh, okay. well, it's I, like I know she basically, the movie well, the musical well. <laughs> well, if you've seen the Disney movie, she comes in okay. and um, into the village, and there's all the villagers there, and it's this, like the first line of the song is, Little town, it's a quiet village, every day like the one before. And then it turns, everybody starts singing, and she just goes around and says hello to all the villagers and Yes, that's how it starts. So I, I thought it'd be. Okay. I just remember watching that show as a little girl and be like, "Oh wow, <laughs> that'd be so Wouldn't fun." That, oh, live theater's got to be such a rush. I mean, you're in front of people. It's in that moment. There's no second chances. You keep going, and that you know more so than in being in front of the camera because of course you can do another take. That's got to be a real high. Yes. It is. And, you know, it is a lot like uh, performing that I do now. Like you're you're live in front of an audience. And, I mean, I remember one of my first jobs was actually doing five shows a day at Canada's Wonderland. And it was oh, the wow. show was called School of Rock. So we had a okay. band and I was a singer and a dancer. And 
But just by doing that five times a day, I learned yeah. so much about how to you know, interact with an audience and how to deal with you know, something going wrong. And um, like, all, I mean, all sorts of strange <laughs> things happen to us. But okay. I use that experience now in my shows. And I think that it really helped me uh, become a better performer. Absolutely. Yeah, I would imagine just all that practice, all that uh, getting back from mistakes if something happens, learning how to handle them uh, would be invaluable. That's going five shows a day. I mean, by the fifth one, you'd have to be like beat. How did you keep the energy? <laughs> you were, but you know, it's like, and that's the thing. And I think our job as performers, though, is even though we might be doing the fifth show that day, um, you still have to be and, and act as if it was the first time you're ever singing those songs. Um, and so you have to be totally present, feeling the emotion of those songs so that the audience can be right there with you. Because I mean, our job is to take the audience to another place, make them forget about, you know, the things that are stressing them out that day and, and just have a good time. Um, so in order for that to happen, I have to be totally in it as well. So, I mean, definitely doing five shows a day that forced me to really learn that (laughs) skill and just be in the moment, you know, as you're as you're performing. Now, we're going to get to a song of yours in just a moment, but you talked about great entertainers and and being in the moment and all that. And that's making me think of Garth Brooks. And I was online earlier and I saw that, you know, a little while ago, of course, Garth doing his big tour here in Ontario. You went with your mom. Tell me about the Garth Brooks concert. Oh my goodness. Where do I start? It was absolutely unbelievable. It was, I mean, I'm so glad that I had a chance to see him and especially with my mom too. I know she was so excited when I I wasn't sure if I was going to get that extra ticket. And when I did, I was like, I'm asking my mom. Oh, great. But he, yeah, it was wonderful. And he is, yes, the perfect example of what I was just talking about of just being in the moment with your audience. And I mean, he's running around the stage. He's getting into it. There's really no performer like him. So, I mean, I was just taking it all in, and I was like, oh, wow, okay, trying to just learn everything that I could and just, you know, see, oh, like just learning from oh, such a, a legend like that was amazing and just to watch and, and be there. And the audience, like the screams from that at that concert, <laughs> it was just crazy. It was, I, I was so glad that I had a chance to see it. That's awesome. Yeah, he's definitely a performer who leaves it all on the stage, uh, which is an understatement. I mean, he's amazing. Yes, absolutely. Let's turn to a song now, Leah, from your uh, CMAO-nominated album. And the song itself is nominated for Single of the Year. It's called Go Back. Tell me a bit about the song before we uh, play it here on the show, Leah. Well, Go Back is a breakup song, I guess. It's really kind of talking, well, ladies there, if you're listening, I don't know if you've been in this situation, but um, when you're with someone and then there's that other person, uh, in, in my case, there was another girl that was just, getting a little bit too close to my guy, a little too close for my liking, I guess. And you just want to say, like, hey, back off. He's with me. <laughs> and, yep. yeah, that's what, that's what this song's about. That's awesome. Let's hear the song now. We've got lots more to talk about with my guest, Leah Daniels. This is her song, Go Back, on In the Country.
And that is Ontario country artist Leah Daniels. The song is called Go Back, and that is nominated for Single of the Year at this year's Country Music Association of Ontario Awards. And that uh, award show takes place towards the end of May, at the very end of May, in fact, Monday, May 30th. So let's go over this list mm-hmm. of nominations. So Single of the Year for Leah for Go Back. Album of the Year, the album's called What It Feels Like. Songwriter of the Year. For Leah, Beverly Mahood, Patricia Comroy, the song Dream Without You, Video of the Year for Old Piano, and Female Artist of the Year. Wow, what what a list there. Man, five pretty big nominations, big categories. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, it's, still, it's still sinking in. It doesn't seem real, but it's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> what a recognition. And Female Artist of the Year, I mean, that one there, obviously a nomination in that category because people who've won it before people nominated this year. I mean, so much talent in that court category. What for you, Leah, what does it mean to be a great female artist or, or just a great country artist in general too? Well, I think it means being true to yourself. You gotta, I mean, when I was younger, I mean, and I think all of us when we're younger, you know, we're not quite sure. Maybe we're a little insecure, but I think over the past couple of years, I've really, uh, grown and and kind of 
well, I don't want to say I've figured it all out because I haven't. I'm definitely still figuring things out, but I'm much more sure of myself and and who I am. And I think that that's important as an artist to do that and kind of have that in your songwriting or in your if you're not a songwriter, you know, with the songs you're choosing, have them be true to yourself and, and, and everything that you do, you know. That is amazing. That, that is so much part of any artist. It's being true to yourself. The, the audience really relates to an artist that is honest as opposed to maybe feeling they're not being authentic and maybe they're trying to be something they're not. Yeah, and it's a hard thing to to learn. I know when I was first starting out, there was a lot of pe- there were a lot of people that were telling me who they thought I should be or you know telling me you should you should sing songs like this and it was hard because when you're new you you're not quite sure and you're trying to please people and you have this dream and you think oh well maybe they're right if I don't do this maybe I maybe I won't be successful but I think you know mm. I I've learned over the years that you know, the best thing I can do for myself is is listen to my inner voice and what I want and, and my intuition and how I feel about things and, and follow that. Cause in the end, you know, I, I'm the one that has to live with what I, what I'm doing and, and the songs and whether or not things are successful, I have to be happy with the decisions that I've made. And yeah, that's probably the, the biggest lesson that I've learned over the years. That is amazing. That, that'll resonate with people out there who are, starting out as artists or, or a little bit down the, the path of being an artist? Because there's so much to learn besides songwriting, which is an important skill to learn and get better at, performing, entertaining. There's also a business side to it, right? And I guess a marketing side. There's other things other than the music that, that are part of your career. Absolutely. I find that, yeah, especially these days, I do so much business stuff. I'm still completely independent. I mean, I have a great manager and, and a great team booking agent around me, but I I still do a lot of that business stuff. It's very much a part of of my day to day work, and that's something that I wouldn't have thought, you know, ten years ago, yeah. like that I would be doing. But it is a huge part, and and keeping up, okay, on all, just all the other side of things and royalties when they're coming in and what to do and and mm-hmm. oh, I I mean the list goes on. I, all the social media stuff, but I'm very involved yeah. also in my music videos and coming up with concepts for that and the filming of them and. And I actually, I quite like all that stuff. So it's, it's funny how I've kind of evolved. And, and I mean, my vision of what it would, it would look like to be a singer has changed. And now it involves all these other things, which, which is cool. I kind of like having a little bit of um, my, my hand in all these areas. Keeps it interesting, right? You're you're not just doing one thing; you're doing a bit of everything. And I'm sure that yeah, that variety keeps things uh, keeps things interesting. It absolutely does. That's great. Now you've done a duet with Ryan Laird, a great duet with him. He's another great Ontario country artist. Do you have a dream duet partner out there, Leah? Whether Canadian, American, might even be another genre. Just some other artist who has a voice you you think the two of your voices would really go well together. Oh, <laughs> there's so many people coming to mind right now. You can throw as I many mean, names. Yeah, it's probably hard to narrow it down. Yeah, I mean, one big. I growing up, I absolutely loved Celine Dion growing up, and so mm-hmm. I mean, if I just met her, I would freak out. But if I could sing with her, that would be like <laughs> over the top craziness. Um, that would be amazing. 
But also, you know, another one um, that just came to mind was Freddie Mercury. Now, I'm, I unfortunately won't be able to do a duet with him, but he's I, just someone that I, I really look up to, too, just vocally and, and his stage presence and just Queen. Oh, I love all their music. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Whenever Bohemian Rhapsody comes on the radio, man, that's just, oh, it's an epic song. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Their songs are so powerful. I love how they have, you know, they're just different. And and I yeah. think that, yeah, that's what made them stand out because they were a little bit different. we got another song of yours coming up in a few moments, a great song called Old Piano. But let's talk about songwriting. We mentioned earlier with Beverly Mahood and Patricia Comroy, a couple of your songwriting buddies, and you guys are up for Songwriter of the Year. What have, what have you learned about songwriting over the years, Leah, from when you first took a shot at songwriting, wrote those first couple of songs. What have you learned from then till now that has made your songwriting better? What's made you a better writer? Someone once told me, you know, songwriting's like, it's like a muscle, you know, you got to work it every day or as often as you can so that you can get better at it. And so I found that, you know, when I first started writing, I mean, to this day, I'm, I don't write every day. But I tend to go through phases where, okay, either I'm, I'm writing for a record and that's what I'm doing, or I'm performing or recording, that kind of thing. Because I feel like i got to live life a bit and then write. But that being right. said, I, I'm always in the back of my mind thinking uh, of writing or coming up with ideas. Like no matter what I'm doing, like I have a book that I kind of jot down ideas all the time. Um, or I, I do it all the time in the car because I'm often driving to Toronto and back. Um, <laughs> I'll have my a voice recorder and I'll just record myself singing little melodies and that kind of thing. So I've learned to always have that in the back of my mind so that I have all these ideas and accumulating. So when I am in that writing stage, I, I can really dive in. But yeah, I'm always just taking in life around me and situations and, and just jotting down ideas when it comes to me. So, yeah, that's one tip, I guess, to kind of <laughs> always have something, whether it's a notebook or, a, like I said, my voice recorder. I've got so much stuff. I mean, stuff I, I listen back to and just laugh at sometimes. But you never know. <laughs> sometimes it might yep. just inspire something else, or, or I'll show it to another songwriter, and they'll say, hey, well, what about this, actually? And, it's, mm-hmm. and it leads to a song. I've heard that, yeah, that idea that you, as you said, you might laugh at it, maybe even not want to write down, but somebody else sees something in it or down the road you do or it, or it starts something else. It's at least a starting point. And I love that idea, too, and I've heard it before, just the journal, because I'm sure there's a lot of people, if you, you know, they're thinking of song ideas throughout the day, but if they're not writing them down, then when they go to write a couple of weeks later, all that stuff's gone because they didn't write it down. But if you keep it in a journal, then when you're ready to write, yeah, you've got all these ideas you've accumulated. Exactly. Yeah, but, you know, it really comes idea. Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps out once you're in those writing sessions and you have to bring some ideas to the table. Have you ever, like, overheard, a, not overheard a conversation or been in a conversation, but somebody has said something, not in a songwriting session, but you said, man, that's catchy or that sounds like a song, and that sort of sparked a, a complete song afterwards? Um, you know, I, I can't think of a specific, you know, lyric or something that I've heard or, or, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but, um, definitely like situations like around me, like my family and my friends, like things that they're going through that right. will spark something. I'll be like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause 
I mean, often I, I try and write about myself, but there's some things that I just haven't been through yet. And I've, you know, there's certain situations that I haven't experienced. So that's where I can look at the people around me and, right. and draw from them. And I mean, I'm the kind of person that I, I love talking to people. I love listening and I love mm. just like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I just, I love trying to figure out, you know, why people are the way they are. And and where does that come from? I'm, I, I, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, but I find that it's it's because I I kind of question them and and dig a bit deeper that uh-huh. really like it's because I'm trying to get to the root of like you know what makes them them and because I use that stuff in in my songwriting. Right. Yeah. So you could be a you could be a therapist. A it, it is kind of like that. Like. <laughs> Tell me about your problems. (laughs) 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 But yeah, like I totally, I love doing that. And it's, yeah, it's something, yeah, I think that that's the creative, uh, I don't Mm. know, people person thing in me. I'm not sure what you call it, but yeah, it's kind of like a therapist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It lends itself to that whole thing. And in the songs, you are taking their stories, if it's not your story, and putting it into, you know, a song and, but you're getting to understand them. So the song's going to be that much deeper. And, and so many people refer to music and very common as a form of therapy. You're listening to a song, you know, we as fans listen to a song and that can really take us somewhere, somewhere we want to be, somewhere we miss or it comforts us. You know, mm-hmm. songs are real therapy for us. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's therapy for me to write them like there's so many times like, you know, if I'm going through something and just not able to focus or uh, something going on with a relationship, I find that once I write it down, put it in a song, I can breathe again and be like, okay, that's off my chest. It really is. It's a, it's a form of therapy. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. Let's turn to another song uh, from, from the album. The album is called What It Feels Like. It is available at iTunes. It's up for album of the year at this year's CMAOs. Uh, and the, the song, the video for it is up for video of the year. But the song Old Piano, what can you tell us about that, Leah? Well, Old Piano is, uh, I, I will admit, I didn't write this song, but it was one of those songs that I heard and I just, I knew I had to record it. And I mean, I'm a piano player and one of uh, my first relationships ever was with a piano player as well. So we were both, uh, we both play piano. And so when I heard it, it was just, it was like it was written for me, and and I knew I had to do it, and um, yeah, and it's also nominated for Video of the Year, and that was a, a cool, yeah, it was a cool experience too because when I I wanted to kind of in the video use the thought of how like well in my house growing up the piano was always in the living room, and life happens around the piano it, you know people are coming and going and mm. i wanted to showcase that and so that's what we did we had a piano in the video and you can see a family growing up around it and and all the events that happen and and how what it's like kind of you know being a piano in a room over the years cuz you other furniture will come and go but usually a piano stays there so mm-hmm. that's what we oh, did yeah. in the video that is so cool, and I mean, yeah, that is so true about a piano and the memories, and people gather around it, singing, playing the piano, all those things. So you're saying that you came up with some of the ideas, like you did the treatment, or you were quite involved in that side of the video. 
Yeah, so I'm fortunate. Yeah, my past couple of videos I've worked with uh, director Tim Deegan, and we have th this ability just to kind of collaborate together, and I'm able to be in involved. And we kind of do it like, I mean, they aren't high-budget videos, but I think that you don't necessarily see that in the videos. We're really good at kind of using our resources and calling upon friends and, and around us to help out. So, I mean, actually, the old piano set we built in our basement. So we oh, had, wow. um, yeah, so that was in, and even in, yeah, at the end of the video, you can see someone playing the piano, and that actually was my grandma. So, you know, there's some of my family in the video, but I, I love that. I love being involved like that, and it really does, it, you know, it, it makes me feel more connected to the product, too, because I not only like writing, but also visually being creative with the music. So getting to put a story to the song through yeah. video is, is a like equally as cool. Oh yeah, man. That's amazing. Cause obviously a lot of artists uh, are in their videos, but they don't always come up with the idea. Somebody else does a director and that kind of thing. But the fact that you're also creating and or contributing creativity in that way to the video is, is man, I'm really impressed. You can do it all. What can't yeah. you do? Uh, <laughs> oh, I have a list of those things too. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing, man. A multi-talented uh, performer, entertainer. That's awesome. Let's hear that song now. This is Old Piano from Leah Daniels on In the Country. I haven't been here since you bought that old piano. The one that I picked out that still sits by your window. Now three years later, Staring at your shadow Haunted by the memory Of a love I never could let go
And that is my guest, Leah Daniels. The song is called Old Piano. It is part of the album, What It Feels Like, which is nominated for Album of the Year at the CMAOs. The video for that song is up for Video of the Year. Leah also has nominations in the Single of the Year category for Go Back, Songwriter of the Year, along with Beverly Mahood and Patricia Carmoy. The three of them are up for the song Dream Without You as songwriters. And Female Artist of the Year for Leah Daniels. Uh, Great nominations from the Country Music Association of Ontario. And one more time, Leah, let's just give our praise for the CMAO, Bruce Good as president, and all the hardworking people and all the work throughout the year. What an amazing job they do. It really is amazing. I actually got to do an interview with Bruce this morning, and it was amazing just hearing him talk about everything that they do and the board members. They're all volunteers, and they do this to support music here in Ontario and build up the artists. And I know, I mean, I've I've benefited from the organization many, many times, and I know that, I mean, for any artist listening, if you're not a member, definitely do join because they do things mm-hmm. all around the year to, to support and develop um, our artists and, and musicians here in Ontario. Awesome, and people can head to cmaontario.ca for the Country Music Association of Ontario. And for you, Leah, they can head to leahdaniels.com. There's videos there. Uh, there's music, and there's all kinds of information about you and photos. And, of course, iTunes is where they'll get your album, What It Feels Like. Well, Leah, thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Great time chatting with you. I loved playing the songs. And, of course, congratulations once again on those five CMAO nominations. Well, thank you. <laughs> My guest has been Ontario country artist Leah Daniels. I'm Dave Woods, and that will wrap up this edition of In the Country.